I don't know what's crazier, a guy clinger or a female clinger. I think they're different acts of crazy. Yeah, I think. Have you ever see, had like a like a stage four clinger? You know, yeah, I had. I've <laughs> had clingers outside of my relationship. I've I've broken up with girls, and the girls still clingy. And we are back with the Happy Hour Podcast. My name is Cousin P in the place to be with May May. And today, we're talking about love languages. Mm -hmm. Talk dirty to me. Mm, no, not that type of love language. Not, no, not that one. We're talking about the five different <laughs> love languages. As we're, we are talking. <laughs> Definitely not the first one. No, 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 no. <laughs> and we're talking about the, the five love languages. Uh, I believe Gary Chapman is the... Uh, the author of that book there, and um, I've taken the test before. Mm -hmm. I never have. You never have until until we put this one on the uh, on the roll to to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think this was probably my fourth time taking it. So have they been? How? Well, we'll get into that. But yeah, I'm just yeah. Curious we'll, about the results. We'll talk more about that. But uh, today we are actually not going to be sipping on any type of alcohol or beverages. I need to take a break from alcohol today. Um, had to cut him off. Yeah, <laughs> you know I was getting a little too turned up. No, just kidding, just kidding. On, on on a serious note, um, I I do deal with social anxiety, so you know some days I I can't partake in in um things that will increase that anxiety. So today is one of those days. Water it is. There we go. Water for me. H two O. Yeah. <laughs> well, except for I'm drinking on the energy drink, so I guess that doesn't. I don't really, know if that's any I better. I kind of defeats the purpose, right? So instead of the anxiety in your head and stuff, now it's just gonna be in your heart. I know. You're gonna be racing all the time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> At least it'll keep me awake. So yeah. there we go. Um, but first of all, thank you everyone who's listening. Um, if you are listening right now on on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button and the the bell for the notifications. Um, also like the video if you like the topic and for those who are listening on the streaming services once again follow our page so that way you get notified anytime we post mm -hmm. um, on our pages we post a lot of content it's going to be not just a happy hour podcast but also simply how i think as well so you want to stay tuned on that it's a really fun podcast it is yeah i was uh, a guest on it last week oh and yeah it, and it, it was really really fun yeah oh yes. no, she killed it she killed it. It was a great Thank conversation you. about just a lot of different stuff. So yeah. That's kind of what we do over there. But over here, we're talking about love languages today. Now, the reason why I really wanted to talk about this. Now, I, I remember our first conversation about love languages mm -hmm. was, I want to say, two, three years ago. Yeah. Um, you were in a in a different relationship at that time, and you were kind of like telling Struggling. me. Struggling. And so I was like, how do I fix this? And then you told me about five love languages and mm -hmm. i was like okay i've never heard of this before this yeah. is interesting you know because it it really simplifies um or i guess put it puts it in better words like our needs mm -hmm. you know because every partner or every person you're with has different needs yeah based on how they are raised or based on what they're used to or just overall what, like, what type want, of people they are know? So I thought it was a good conversation to talk about because not a lot of people know what the love languages are. Mm -hmm. um, I also feel like there's a lot of misconceptions about the love languages. Yeah. You know? Um, I have some. You've, we've had this conversation about it before, so we'll talk about it again. Exactly. So <laughs> this is just, you know, let you guys in on what we've already talked about before. So what are the five love languages? Do you know them off the top of your head? 
of receiving gifts. Okay. Acts of of acts of service. Service. Uh-huh. Uh, physical time. Physical touch. Physical touch. Time together. Mm-hmm. Did I say gift giving already? I think you did. You okay, might have you know what? <clears throat> you said gift, uh, gift receiving. <clears throat> Same thing. So gifts, physical <laughs> touch, quality time, acts of service, which is the one I was thinking of, mm-hmm. and words of affirmation. There we go. So those yeah. are the five there. Uh, and, and just to give it like a brief overview. So quality time is, you know, obviously it's in the title having quality time with your partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, acts of services are like doing your partner a favor, like helping them with the dishes or helping them with a task, things like that. Um, physical touch is anything that's, you know, it could be sexual, non-sexual physical touch, so like a hug or or kiss on the cheek, holding hands, things like that. Um, gift, uh, receiving gifts, any type of gift, Christmas, birthday, or for no reason at all, drop a rose on her doorstep. Or do a Kanye and bring a whole ass truck to her house. No. No, that's <laughs> a, horrible advice. Don't that's horrible. Maybe maybe he was reading into Kim's love languages. We don't know that. Um, Kim can buy her own <laughs> stuff. She doesn't need roses. She doesn't need roses. I, I don't think that's her love language. I think I think oh, that'd be interesting to guess celebrities' love languages. Like who oh. I, I mean, bet. what gift mm. do you give them? I think you still give you, I think you give them the simple things. Yes, you don't. I feel like if I was rich and famous. I would because everyone would be shower me with like these extravagant gifts. <laughs> Is I think, that how you think it would be? I think I would actually appreciate. <laughs> I think so. Like, think about it. Like, what? What? what That's um, true. get endorsements on stuff, free gifts all the time. And not even just that. Like, what's the name? Drake bought, I think, Quavo a fucking um, a Rolls Royce for his birthday. You know, something crazy I like wish that. I had friends like that. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> but then until you pay that insurance bill, and then you're like, you know what, Drake, you go ahead and take this uh, the Rolls Royce back. Didn't but, we- have this conversation Kinda. about gifts and yeah, we talked about Kinda, that too. But uh, and then the last <laughs> one is uh, words of affirmation. This is just that you know extra positive encouragement that you give your partner and tell them you know sweet nothings about you know how you feel about them mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and these are what people and just to you know clear it up. These are what people do to you, not what you do for others. Right? That's a different thing. So like your love languages are what you receive from somebody else, like mm-hmm. how you feel loved. And then there's there's your love language on how you actually like like the way that you show love. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is usually they're kind of different, but you know, we'll we'll get into that there. Now, before we talk about our results, mm-hmm. did you have any predictions on what you would be? I'm just curious. Yeah, you know, I honestly thought quality time would be my number one. Okay. You don't tell me what your number one is yet. So you thought quality time was your number one. Mm-hmm. What did you think was your number two? Um, honestly, so it was like 40% quality time is what I thought. I try to break it down in percentage. So yeah. 40% quality time mm-hmm. and then 20% words of affirmation and acts of service. So what is that? That's 80% right there. And then 10% um, physical touch and gifts. I mean. Okay. So you thought you thought your physical touch and, and gifts were going to be like the bottom of the barrel? Yeah, compared? maybe. I would No, I would say maybe 15% physical touch, 5% gifts. I think that's better, actually. Yeah. That's more accurate. Because I like, I mean, honestly, I feel like all of these are my love languages. Like, I like every, like, I wouldn't be opposed to any of these. Yeah. You know? So it was really hard to take this quiz because I was like, oh, what's more meaningful? And I'm like, they're both really meaningful. It was hard to choose. Yeah, the quiz is kind of difficult. I mean, just just to be real. Because, like, especially when they put 
two like things on the on the because uh, basically the way that they do the quiz is um, it's multiple choice, but you only get two options, right? So they they ask you which one is more meaningful to you, right? And then they'll give you two different examples. Like it'll be um, receiving a hug from your partner, or them telling then, them that they love you. Yeah, or them telling you know that they love you. And then you got to choose which one is more meaningful to you. Yes, and it's kind of hard. Yeah, and I think all the questions, too, are actually weighted different, you know? So, like, if, for example, I think something like hug may be weighted less than something like um, being touchy-feely throughout the day. Yeah. Because those are both those both fall under physical touch. Yeah, but, they're essentially the same thing. Yeah. And the reason I think that is because I felt like I answered more questions like I clicked on more things for something like physical touch, but it wasn't my top. So what I thought it was going to be typically for me, quality time is my number one. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was going to be like around 40%. Okay? Right. Um, and then in the recent, in, in, in the past when I've taken it, physical touch is usually my number two. And physical touch is actually pretty high on on the poll too, like at like twenty five percent, something like that. That's your results now, or what you're guessing? That's what I guessed because mm-hmm. that's usually what it is, right? So it's usually those two take up a good majority of all the other ones, mm-hmm. and then number three usually is words of affirmation. Um, I want to say that usually fall, you know, fell like around fifteen percent, right? So now mm-hmm. we're looking at, Meh. we're looking at sixty percent. <laughs> um, and then after words of affirmation, acts of service usually takes up the rest. Mm-hmm. And then it would leave gift giving at 0%. That's usually what it what it was. It's a good way to not figure out the number 100%. I know. <laughs> no, but that's, that's honestly, that's usually what it was. Like anytime I saw like gift giving, like that's not. Well, because you are the type of person that just buys yourself. If you want anything, you just buy it yourself. And you like giving gifts. I do. You like giving gifts to Jasmine. Right. So right, so like that's actually like my number one way of well, that's not my number one way. That's probably like my number two way of showing love to mm-hmm. someone is by by gift giving. My number one way is is physical touch. Like, like that's how I show love is by touching and by you know showing my affection via action. I don't know. I feel like I feel like mine. It de- I mean, it just depends. I mean, I can do all of this mm-hmm. and enjoy doing all of this for yeah. my boyfriend. So. I, that I don't know. Well, that's it's, it's hard. not about. It's not a really about like what you enjoy or what you don't. But enjoy. I'm willing to do it. Some people won't be willing to do yeah. that stuff. I'm willing but, to do. But which ones come naturally to you? Like, if you were to put anyone, I guess at number one or in number two, which ones usually come way more natural to you? Like without thinking, how do you usually show love? I like doing like little cute gestures, romantic gestures. Okay. I love doing that kind of stuff. Physical touch, I'd say, would be number two. Okay. When you say like romantic gestures, you're talking about like like, I mean, because romantic gestures could be dropping a you know roses on someone's wide. door. I guess maybe maybe what? It's a pretty wide spectrum. Oh, okay. So I guess um, I don't know. Like if I just think by, I guess maybe it's gift giving. Okay. So you say number one is probably gift. If giving. If I get something and I think of you, then I that I'll get it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's kind of hard. I, I like doing it all, yeah. so I can't really it, say what would be number one. Admittedly, it is hard to to look at yourself like that. Like, the only reason why I know is because I've been told. Like, I've been told, like, by Jasmine, like, all right, you know, this is usually the way you always show me, like, affection. And What'd she say? That physical touch is definitely, physical like, touch? my number one. So, 
let me go ahead and hop into my results. So this yeah, is what it. I got. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with y'all. I was super surprised by, by my results. So at number one, as expected, quality time. But it came in actually at 32%, not 40 Okay. And honestly, that's right on par. Every single time I've ever taken this test, quality time has always been number one. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. It is what it is because it's it's true. You know, like I absolutely love spending time with my partner regardless mm-hmm. of what we're doing. Um, Choose your partner in crime. But this is the this is the 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 big shock. Okay. Okay. So usually at number four, when I've taken it in the past, is acts of service. Mm-hmm. But acts of service is out now actually number two. You do. Uh... It's crazy. Like, cause, and, and I think it's, you know, yeah. so me and, you know, me and my wife, we've been together for six years, married for three. Well, we'll be celebrating our third year coming up in September. But I think, yeah, I think you're right. Like, oh. I think it's because I do so much now mm-hmm. that. Maybe you kind of want it in return. Yeah. It's not that I'm not getting it, but I think it means more so because it. Because you do it. You understand it. Yeah. And yeah. I think there's, you know, like whenever you do something a lot, like it, and it takes a, a mental, physical, and emotional toll on you, mm-hmm. when someone kind of helps carry the burdens, it, it, it makes means, it so much easier. Yeah. So oh, my gosh. I think that, you know, as I've gotten older, the things that I used to do quite frequently have kind of worn me down. So mm-hmm. now it, it does more for me emotionally when she helps out. So that was number two. Mm-hmm. Number three was and this has never changed. It's it's always been number three, just like quality time, words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um at what percentage? At nineteen percent. What was uh what was active service? Twenty nine percent. Twenty nine? Yeah. You got like okay, okay. And then okay. tied with words of affirmation at nineteen percent was physical touch at number four. Which once again, which is why I think they weigh the questions differently. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it may not have been 19%. They may have like rounded up to like 19% from like 18.7 or something like that. But mm-hmm. that came number four. And that once again was a big shock because that has always been my number two. And, you know, I think maybe because I'm 30 years old now, you know, like, <laughs> you know, six years, six years ago, you know, I wanted to get it in at all times. But <laughs> now it's like... <clears throat> There's things to do. <laughs> and it's not just that, man. It's like you're drunk. I don't understand you're it. You're getting like, old. You need some help. Well, it's like you're... It's like you're <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's like... Well, straight up. Like, it's like your sex drive kind of, like, changes a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, like sex isn't... Want, want, want. Honestly, I feel like Al Bundy. Like, I, <laughs> like I, don't want, I don't want sex every day. It's like, ah. What? He's all stomping when he has to go up there with his wife. Yeah, because she's all, like, she's like, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, married with kids. Married or, with children. Married with children. Yeah. Um, you know, his wife, she was always in the mood. And she, she would always make. She looked good, too. She, she was looking oh, good. Oh, God, she looked bad. And he was always complaining. I'm like, sir, you have a hot wife. Man. What is your problem? You know, even though it's an older show, I got turned on to that show when I was, like, a teenager. So, mm-hmm. obviously, I had a good. Uh, I thought I had a good perception of what sexy was. So, you know, every time she popped on, she was like trying to make a move, and he was all frustrated. I was like, "What you doing, bro? Like, you better <laughs> you get up in there." You see these other housewives on these other shows? You're lucky you got a good yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> man, you better get up there and mash them cheeks, bro. Like, what you waiting for? But uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I get it now. I think I think it it may even get worse as I get older. But number five at zero percent, which has always been the case, is receiving gifts. So what? If she gets you a gift, she's going to get all mad? No. See, once again, it's not like what you don't like. It's like what is least important to you. 
when I like gift That's giving, true. receiving gifts doesn't. I'm you know, I'm pretty content. Like you said, if if I want something, I usually go out and yeah. get it myself. So it's like if someone gives me something, it's not that I'm not unhappy. It's just I don't feel like I needed it at that moment. That's true because for your birthday, when I was trying to get you something for your thirtieth, it's a important I told you not birthday. To give me nothing. I had to ask Jasmine. Jasmine helped me out because you told me nothing, and I was like, "You can't do that for your thirtieth," because you know I, I, I expect to get it for my thirtieth <laughs> birthday. I'm just letting you know. Okay, I'm letting That's the truth. Jody needs to listen. Jody needs to hear. Oh yeah. Oh no. Truth I mean, is it's a couple out. years. It's a couple years from away from now. So I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> It'll be a couple years away from now. From forever. Like you yeah. know, how, like every girl's like, "Oh, I'm 28, turning 28 again." Are you gonna be I'll one be of those? honest with my age because I probably I'm thinking I'm gonna look good when I'm. Th- I mean, 30s not old. You make we. I, I'm joking, making it sound horrible. 30s not old, but I, yeah. I feel like I'm going to age very well, so I'm fine with it. I was ready I'll for 30. It. I was ready for 30. I was like, you know what? Like, it's and gonna happen. And then it hit you, and the next day you were just like, oh, I don't want to do this. No, nah, I just like it, what, what hit me was like all the changes, and it wasn't like <laughs> the changes happened immediately after I was turning 30. It's like this is like all a bit of build up. Was your knee snap, crackle, pop now? Yeah, my knees have <laughs> issues. You, you know, get up like, and you make all these noises. Not good. <laughs> Yeah, getting up, like like, getting up is like getting up is. Oh my god, work. he sounds like a bear getting up, dude. It's crazy. Now, what were your love languages? Okay, <laughs> okay. So my love languages. Okay, so it was thirty percent um, acts of service was my first one. Okay. Which, yes, I can see that now. I kind of would. It shocked me a little bit. Mm-hmm. My past relationships, they kind of never did stuff like that, and my right. current one, he is constantly doing stuff. Yeah, help for me to help, help me out yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I can see that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. For, for me now, I guess it is more important. Mm-hmm. So that was number one, and then I had a three-way tie with a three-way tie. Yeah, so it was twenty. Oh, it was twenty percent um, physical touch, mm-hmm. quality time, and words of affirmation. Okay, which one? Like, so what order did it put it in? So which one was number two? Which one was number three? Which one was number four? Okay, so. Or was it in just an order that you just read off? Well, these little symbols. Okay, so the words of affirmation was next for 20%. Uh, physical touch was next. And then quality time was after that. Which is weird to me because I love I love quality time. I'm always wanting to hang out with him. Yeah. Always. Any spare time I have, I want to be around him. Yeah. So. And then last was, mine are all even. That's why I asked you like what they were. And then 10% gifts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said... It doesn't mean that you don't enjoy quality time just because it's it, it was weighted number four. It just means just surprised me as all. Well, it just means that those other things take more precedent. You know what I mean? Because um, like the whole purpose of it is to kind of, I guess, tell like what areas of your relationship is kind of deficient. Mm-hmm. You know, or what so areas you can try are and fix it. Yeah. Um, now let's talk about our partners because this this also too shocked me. Mm-hmm. Now. In recent past, my wife, her love languages usually were number one, quality time. I can't remember. I'm not going to give you the percentages, but usually was number one, quality time. Number two was something like acts of services. Number three usually was words of affirmation. Number four was like gift giving. And then five was physical touch, right? Which made it kind of difficult at the beginning of our relationship because, like I said, I'm a very physical guy when it comes to showing my affection. It must have had to, like, grow, you know? Oh, my God. It made her so uncomfortable because, like, <laughs> I was so huggy and, and, and touchy, and she just wasn't. Like, she didn't she was want... She probably like, get 
the fuck oh my off God. me, dude. Like, he wants to hold hands all the time. <laughs> all what the time? is this? <laughs> but hers now uh-huh. are quality time. Number one. Okay, at number one. What percentage? 30%. Okay. And that's, once again, stayed the same. I'm mm-hmm. not sure about the percentage, but yeah, that's pretty much stayed the same. Um, number two is words affirmation. So that actually bumped up. Usually that would be at number three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number three, this is the shocker. <laughs> Maybe all my touchy feeliness worked. <laughs> You're wearing, up, wearing not, up on her. <laughs> right. But number three, she's physical touch, which is crazy because it was number five for the longest time. And then because my physical touch meter has now dipped, that's what I think it is. I think You just gave it to her? No, I, I don't. Well, yeah, maybe. But <laughs> I think also, too, I think because I'm less sensual, like physically, mm-hmm. I think maybe now because of how long I was that way, maybe she's feeling more of like a yearning for it. You know what I'm saying? Like That makes sense. You know, we like I said, we've been together for six years. So like if she's used to things being one way for so long and then all of a sudden like now my it's body's changing. changed. Yeah, I get that. So she's at physical touch, 17%. Uh, number four, acts of service, which typically was always number two. And I think that's, once again, plays into all the stuff that I do. Right. You naturally do for her, so it kind of makes the other stuff more important. Yeah. She just sees it and values it. Maybe she just hasn't seen it before, like for, for the same situation I was in. Access right. service is way more important because I'm in a relationship that shows that behavior. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, just, it just weighed it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then her last one at 10% was receiving gifts, so... You guys do some really cool vacations though and stuff. So I mean, it kind of it kind of makes up. You guys do some cool stuff, travel and all that type of stuff. Yeah, every now and again, it, yeah, it's been a it's minute. It's still since some we, cool yeah. trips though. It's been a minute since we traveled. I think the last time we've gone anywhere was Napa. You know, we stayed out there and mm-hmm. ate the best food I've ever had in my whole entire life. But, I want to go. I've never been to Napa. Oh God, you know my perception of Napa was always like it's going to be a whole bunch of middle aged. You know, blonde chicks getting drunk and shit at, at the winery. And, <laughs> yeah. And doing stupid <laughs> stuff. But it's nothing <laughs> like that. It was a good time. It was a good time. Like, besides the wineries, the, uh, the food was the best part. Oh, you know? see, I've never been to a winery before. I feel like I would get shit-faced. Just absolutely shit-faced. I know you're not supposed to drink it, right? Hell yeah, you Aren't drink you it. are supposed to, like, what taste you... it and, like, spit it out? Well, that's that's wine tasting. Yeah. Wine tasting. It's a different thing. That's what you're supposed to do so you don't get drunk. No, I drink that shit. What you talking <laughs> okay. about? Okay, like, you drink it, but that's not. you drink it, but that's not what you're supposed you to do. You pay to get in. So I'm not. <laughs> you think I'm, I'm getting fucked up? I'm like, bro. I'm a. I don't give a fuck if people look at me weird too. Like, it's like, oh, look at this Double black. Fisting oh, yeah, look at this black man. Like, he, he ain't following here. the rules. Like, hell no, I'm not following the rules. I pay for this shit. Like, bro, come on. That's okay. so funny. Sorry, we totally sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, hear, let's hear Jody's. Okay, so I don't know his. He sent me his in a Snapchat. Oh, so, so this is all This is going to be a surprise, so I'm going to be reacting to it in real time. That's funny. I need to save it so it doesn't disappear. <laughs> Watch it disappear. I'd be so like, upset. Fuck. Okay, so his was 33% quality time, mm-hmm. which makes sense. He's We are always hanging out together. Uh, 30% physical touch. I can totally see that. Totally. 17% words of affirmation. Okay. He's a pretty confident person. So I, I, for me, I like it just because it makes me feel more secure. I feel like he's more secure. But I don't think... see. I know is, it's not just attached to that, but that's how I see yeah, it for me. Okay. That's how I see I it. I think people just want to hear 
you know, sweet nothings and hear that they're loved and all that stuff. I don't you know. know. I um, I don't know. Yes. Yes and no. Yeah. Jody, yes and no. Jody has a soft side. He, yeah, you know, he, he does. He wants to be loved. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's just fine. He's doing, yeah, he's taking care of. And then 13%. What is this symbol? That's access service. Access service. That was my duh. Yeah, I could see that. He's pretty self sufficient. He usually does everything on his own. He doesn't really ask for help mm-hmm. nor really need it. Um, and then seven percent would be gift giving. Okay. His makes total sense to me. It fits him perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have I have not met anybody that has gift giving above three. Like usually everybody's gift giving is either like four or five. That's it. So, so I mean it, it kinda makes Mine was me... ten and and Jasmine's was ten. No, I'm talking about like on on in, in most important to least important. It was oh. usually the fourth to fifth most important thing, as in the Well, least. all of us gift giving was last. Yeah. All every single one of mm-hmm. us. So like I, you know, me and my wife are not the only people I've ever seen take the test. You know, like I've recommended the test to other people before, and mm-hmm. they've told me what the what their, what their results are. And yeah, usually gift giving is right there at the bottom. Well, it's hard because I always thought, okay, this is this is what we were talking about, kind of like the bad part of the uh-huh. understanding of the love languages. For me, in my head, if give gift gift receiving uh-huh. is way up there, then you kind of seem shallow because it's like it's not. Is it really just about relationships, like the gifts and everything? But I've also never been in a relationship where I just have someone buy me gifts. So I don't yeah. know. I haven't experienced it, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It's weird. I don't think I don't think there's such thing as a as a toxic love language. I think you um, you you love what you love based off of how you were raised. You know, because that, that place... That's, that a plays a big role. Part. You know, like I feel like I'm I am affectionate physically because you know my parents were affectionate physically. Mm-hmm. You know, like when the way that they expressed love to one another was hugs and kisses and stuff like that and they weren't healthy. Yeah, I mean they weren't the type of parents that like hid that stuff. Like, you they know, like some open. parents some parents don't kiss in front of their children, which I always found like was kind of strange. You know, like That's weird. Like not to show any like affection. Like you just it is. It is. It's, it's, yeah. It's weird it to is me. healthy. But I never be, understood it. But because I saw it a lot, that was you know, that's. I think that's why one of my main love languages is that, um, you know, my family. We spent a lot of time together. Quality so I time. think that's why quality time. It's very but, important. You know, I grew up in a Jehovah Witness household, so no holidays Birth, you know we i mean i, I don't, i'm not gonna say we didn't have any holidays because my family's blended religiously okay and sometimes we would partake in some of the stuff but it wasn't very often mm-hmm. and 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 even when we would it wasn't like there was a whole bunch of gift giving you know or gifts coming our way you know i didn't really have birthday parties growing up so like that's never been a, a part of my life right yeah. like receiving gifts from people that's never been something that I experienced growing up. So I think now it's just kind of like, cool. Thank you for, for getting this guest. This is awesome. And then you I have just, to experience. Oh my God. You have yeah. to experience the holidays. They're so fun. I, I'm i totally opposite. I love the holidays. Oh my God. My, the holidays my, make my, my, stomach my parents hurt. have made the holidays, everything for me. The they, only holiday I that. like is Thanksgiving because you have 
You usually have three football games. Well, that one would really make your stomach hurt, but the other ones are really fun. You got food and you got family. And usually you hang out with the family members that you like. So (laughs) taking that, taking that walk right before you eat. (laughs) But to get back to um, toxic love languages. Yeah. You know, really, if you think about it, all of them, it's okay. So let me answer it like this. I don't think that a love language in itself can be toxic, but I think at a certain level it can be. It can become toxic. Yeah. Think of it like Like intentions. It depends on what your intentions are. Not just your intentions, but Mm. I, so I think at a certain percentage, it's now an extreme, at an extreme level. I'll give you an example. Okay. Let's say with quality time. Mm -mm. Okay. I need to be around you. All the time, Oof. right? Let's say someone give was, me a break. Let's say someone got fifty percent <laughs> on quality time. Um, I and, feel like I feel like that's a, like the a majority. Clinger, of, a clinger would be like a good seventy percent exactly quality time. And you know, clingers can be controlling. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? Crazy. Like, that's that's. Uh, I don't know what's crazier, a guy clinger or a female clinger. I think they're different acts of crazy. Yeah, I think. Have you see, ever had like a like a stage four clinger? You know, yeah, I had I've had <laughs> clingers outside of my relationship. I've I've broken up with girls and the girl's still clingy. I've I have never dated a girl and the girl was clingy. Um, I think that's it's toxic. I think. Toxic. I mean, I, I've never dated a man, so I can't I can't answer <laughs> I can't answer that question. But I have in my life. I feel like I've been a clinger maybe at one point. I don't know. I gotta really I gotta really think about that. But I know I've definitely dated some clingers uh-huh. and. That shit is kind of gets scary in in a different way because like I feel like when men are clingy, they do a lot of physical shit. Like, That's what I was gonna say. Men are more scary and women are more crazy. Yeah, and like you know? yeah, women will fucking key your car. They'll be at you your window or call you eighteen times because you didn't answer within a five minute window, or accuse you, you of, of, of cheating because you came home ten minutes late. I mean, that's like it gets really emotional. It gets really toxic. Yeah. So I, I think all love languages at a certain point get toxic. I do think that gift giving and even physical touch, they both have like a negative stigma to it. Right. Especially I think it I think it depends on what sex is doing it. Right. So women who really want gift giving or gift receiving, they may be seen as shallow, like you said. Right. Yeah. But then a man who wants more physical touch may be seen as someone who's just a horn dog or thinks we're you know thinks with the wrong head all the time and just wants sex out of you that's true but we can't help what we want you know what I'm yeah saying? you can like, just be respectful about it yeah and boundaries and shit and that's that's what i was just about to say i mean that's like the most important part is boundaries because you can't you can't use um your love language as a weapon you know what i mean like where it's like hey um my my number one love language is physical touch, and you haven't touched me in a long time, so you need to start doing it, or else like I'm if gonna... you don't give me a gift, I'm, <clears throat> I'm gonna stop sleeping with you. Yeah, that type of shit. Like, that type the of shit is system. toxic. That shit is bad. That is so bad. If you are in that situation, you need to leave. You need to run and get the fuck out of there. And first off, actually, to add on to that, ladies, sex is not a reward. I'm just gonna put that out there. It's not. A it's reward. a good prize. But it's not a it's not a good yeah reward. that's a that's <laughs> a, a good that's a good prize. that's a good statement it's a good prize but it's not a reward it, it really isn't like to use that shit like to dangle it like oh well if you don't do this and I'm not gonna like no that's that's wrong yeah. because I could use other shit as a reward system too like I'm not gonna spend quality time with you unless you it's do us, this for me you know 
pay my bills. Doing some other shit. There's <laughs> always the double standard. Exactly. It really is, though, and it's really dumb. Exactly. So respect one another. Um, now, if someone isn't catering to your love languages, is that kind of like a breaking point, though? So, like, have you ever been in a situation or a relationship where, I don't know, let's say your quali- quality time was your number one, right? Mm-hmm. If quality time wasn't being met, what happens? Like, if you weren't getting what you need in that department, do you start to pull away? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In the past, probably, like, when I was really younger, I always, like, gave chances. Because I was like, yeah. oh, no, I can see. He's going to change. And I realized, you know, that's a bunch of bullshit. And so I stopped doing that. So if I feel like there's distance, I will address. Well, one, I will address it. Okay. I definitely like talking things out. Um, I have this rule, you know, I don't like going to bed mad at people. I do I, that shit all the time. I hate that shit. And there's, oh, yeah, there's some it. situations, of course, people that I don't <laughs> like, but whatever. And me and my sister do fight occasionally and it will carry over, which I hate when that happens. Yeah. I really do. But my thing is, like, I don't want to go to bed mad. You know, I've had friends in the past before where they fought with family members. And they passed the next day. And it was just like, mm. yeah, that's my heart, I'm such an emotional person. I could never deal with something like that. Right. You know, um, but back to, sorry, back to what I was saying. I would address it. And then if it doesn't get fixed, I'm getting out of there. Mm. I, just like that. I'm for One, the two, most part. Two strikes, you out. Three, maybe three or four strikes. Okay. But, uh, you know, you get there. Yeah. Guys that keep fucking up get there fast. So, I mean, I would get out of there. Yeah. You know, what I've learned, um, I mean, I'm, here's the the funny thing with doing this podcast is like. (laughs) What, realization (laughs) of some things? Well, we're talking about stuff and like people are listening. Mm -hmm. And I I want everyone to kind of take this with a grain of salt. Um, (laughs) Okay. But what I've learned in my six years of being with, one person, mm-hmm. um, you know, there could be, I, I guess what I call them, droughts. There could be droughts where your love language in, in a certain department may not be met, mm-hmm. right? People um, change, though. People people change and people grow and they there's needs change, too. Exactly. And, and that's where, like, you know, what I've learned um, is, one, yes, you have to communicate, like, what is needing to be done but at the same time you have to look at the full picture as in i mean if we're just talking solely about love languages Mm -hmm. there's five of them yeah you know if one isn't being met what the other four looking like you know it just depends sometimes people can focus more on other things yeah like like if let's say Physical touch was something, I, I mean, at a time, it was something I needed a lot. But let's say physical touch wasn't really happening mm-hmm. a lot. Well, how's my quality time looking? You know, am I getting a lot of quality time with my partner? Yeah. What about access services? Am I getting a lot of that too? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think um, you some you can work through those patches, even like those rough patches, even when your needs, quote unquote, aren't being met. Um, and, and truthfully, love languages are not needs or not. They're just a, a great way to communicate. No, love languages are needs. Yeah. Because you need to be loved. You need to feel loved in the right way. Then I would I would they say there's more needs. than five. These are just like the main categories, yeah. but you can we could probably break them down further into subcategories, obviously. But 
Like you need these, you need these to make sure you feel loved correctly. Cause if not, then it's like someone who, someone, yeah, someone who like wants a lot of quality time and the other person doesn't, and then they don't reciprocate it at all and don't learn to grow with it. You're not going to feel loved by that person. That's yeah. something that you need. I mean, the, the only reason why I would say is like these aren't needs because they don't they don't hit all the the marks. What you marks what I mean? are they missing? Um, if someone has a bad attitude, mm-hmm. that would make me feel like I don't want to be around that person. I don't want to be with this person, right? And treatment of others is not a love language, but that is a that's a that's a really big thing. Um, if someone was, I don't know, rude to the waiter, bartender, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Like things like that, like that, that would make me feel like, um, maybe this is not the right person. But I feel like that's different. I feel like this isn't all of a relationship, but this is a very important part. It's like the piece of the pie. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not all of it. Yeah. I agree with you. So it's not all the needs, but it, I guess it could be somewhat. This of is a your need. no. This is your love languages. This is part of. This is part of your needs. This is like out of the pie. Mm-hmm. This is a quarter of what you need for 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 that. But it's not all of it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess we could agree to disagree. We I always just think, do. I just think there's just more t- to a relationship besides these five things. Like I don't think these five things are what makes or breaks a relationship. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm agreeing with you. Okay. I'm saying I'm saying there's a big old piece of pie, right? And this is and this is only part of what you need. It's not all of it. Yeah. That's what that's well that okay. Never mind. Right? We're moving on Bartender. To this Bartender, we need your judgment judgment in here. You're agreeing with each other. Th- thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay, that's okay, really... okay. Um now <laughs> could your love languages make you incompatible with someone? Like let's yeah. say yeah. Really? Sorry, I didn't even let you finish, but uh, you I'll, I'll let you finish. Sorry. No, I mean... What was your question? I, I, I don't think that's true. I don't think that... like I mean, it kind of goes back to my other case in point where I was saying, you know, there's going to be rough patches, but you got to look at the bigger picture. You got to look at all the love languages as a whole. And once again, they use me and my wife as an example. You know, Jasmine's five was mm-hmm. physical touch. My number one way of expressing emotion was physical touch. My number two way of receiving love was physical touch. She wasn't touchy-feely at all with me, so she didn't also give it either, mm-hmm. right? Would that have made us incompatible? No, because there was there was other elements of our of these love languages that were being hit. We both okay. like to spend quality time together, and mm-hmm. we both express love that way. Um, I got she, one for you. We'll see. Okay. She also, you know, at that time, acts of services was my number four. Mm-hmm. But she was great with my kids. And not only was she great with my kids, she would even offer to take care of them That's sometimes. an act of service. That's an act of service. But yeah. that was my number four. But that was something she was really good at, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think that they make incompatibilities, is what I'm saying. Like, Like, even with the skew that we had, it still worked out, and here we are married. You know what I'm saying? You, um, I feel like that's not right because oh, I actually, you know what? What are you my, gonna tell me? My brain's going. You gonna right tell now. me it's not right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I, I declare, <laughs> it's not right. So, um, there's two situations. So, someone who, <laughs> and, no, for real. Okay, uh-huh. so let's say someone's number one is quality time. Yeah, that's you can be incompatible for a long distance relationship because you can't handle that. That would make you incompatible. 
No, that would, make, that would make the situation incompatible. That wouldn't make the difference. person. No, because the person could be a great person. And if they just happen to live in the right place, that relationship would work. But the circumstance, you don't get what I'm saying. Okay, so there's a difference between something that, that's the fault of the circumstances and something that's the fault of the person. So that doesn't make the person incompatible. That just makes a circumstances. But if you can't meet those needs, then that's a problem. So if that person's love language is something you can't meet, that you can't meet 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 those needs for any situation, then that makes you incompatible. For instance, oh, I got one more. Sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to put. I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> not getting into this. Let's say someone's love language number yeah. one is gifts, right? Let's say that they're with someone who really can't afford it. So they're now frustrated that they aren't getting it and causes tension in the relationship and i understand that's like a circumstantial situation but that is all part of it I you would, make your own circumstances as you get older i would also say that that person's love language isn't also giving gifts or receiving like yeah giving gifts like they don't that's not something they do because even if you're broke you can still give gifts they're not going to be big ones they may hell they may pick a dandelion off the grass and just give it to you but that's still a gift. But if that person's but if that person's love language is gifts and they have high standards, and they have high standards, stuff like that would. But there are me, women like that that are, that are out there that like that. There are women that are out there that are like that. But to me, that's Why the. Why so hard? <laughs> to me, maybe I have to drink some more water. I don't know. <laughs> to me, that's like the that's that extreme level, right? So like if if like toxic. Yeah, like if I was with somebody, and they're receiving gifts love language was so fucking high to the point to where I was giving them quality time. I was giving them physical touch. I was giving them words of affirmation, but because I'm not giving them gifts, but what if they don't want that? You can't just be like, I'm going to give you a quality time and you're going to be, you better be okay with that. If that is not what their love language is, you can't expect them to just accept it because that's your love language of giving. That's like forcing love on somebody. No, it's not. It's like, I'm doing this. You better accept it. I'm doing this for you, so you better accept it. They don't have to. No, that, that's called communication and working through it. That's not forcing love on somebody, like like that. I mean, you're what you're saying. What 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 you're saying though is, let's say there is their number one uh, language is receiving gifts, right? Right. The rest of them are, let's say. Five percent, ten percent. Oh, then but she got a fucking problem. I know she got a problem, but that's, <laughs> that's her, not, right? That's yeah. her. But and if you're not, and you're you're doing abundance of everything else, she doesn't want that. So you can't just expect her to just be like, okay, I'm gonna compromise and do this if that's what she wants and how to feel loved. Okay, I mean, you, and that can you, cause you, major problems. You do have a point there, but what I would Thank say you. with that person, no, you you do. I mean, because that person is not gonna feel appreciated regardless of what you do. Like that's an extreme level. Like that that's a person that will never But there have... are women that are like that. Yeah, and they're lonely and single. That's true. <laughs> that's what it is. That's like true. like like if, if you have like if you get to those extremes, truthfully, you are incompatible with everybody because they're unrealistic, right? Like eat like access it's services. It's not it's not realistic. There's a bunch of simps out there in the world that no. will buy gifts for women just because. There, there's okay. If if for certain women. You for certain women, yeah. yeah. And, and plus, for those women, those certain women that have those high ass fucking standards. Yeah, plus, I don't think those women love only fans, sugar, she, ba- sugar baby websites. Yeah, they want the rich one. Yeah, they don't. some women they will just they uh, no. I guess that's gold digging. 
Yeah. Yeah. They don't love them. They, they love the things that they're receiving. They like the way that they're being treated, but they don't love the person. And that's where, once again, the extreme levels makes them incompatible with everybody. I don't think, I don't think there's, if someone has an extreme level of acts of service, there's nothing you could do to satisfy them. If someone has an extreme level of physical touch, there's nothing you could do to satisfy them. They'll, they'll love that action and not love you as a person. My examples may have been extreme, but I still disagree okay. with you. I still think that um, not meeting their love languages is definitely can be incompatible. Because like you said, you can't just do other ones and make up for it and be like, here, take this. You, you can. You can and you can't, but the person doesn't have to accept it. No, that's that's true. I mean, the person so that would make the, them incompatible. Yeah, the person could not be willing to compromise. What's your definition of not inco- of like incompatible? Is there's no possible way for it to work because of? So like, okay. When I think of incompatible, uh-huh. I think of trying to fit a square plug into a triangle hole. Okay, that's what I think of incompatible. So you don't but, think like someone where their location is would be part of that plug? No, because if that person moved down the street from you, mm-hmm. that person is now compatible with you. It's not the person; it's the circumstances. What um, about like the phrase "the one that got away"? You know, yeah, what I mean? exactly. Like, you were compatible. It's just the timing and the situation wasn't the right situation. I don't know, I don't know, you man. might have met someone before and they had kids. You're like, I don't want to date someone with kids, but damn, if you didn't have kids, this would have been a perfect relationship. You were compatible, just the situation wasn't. Well, having kids would make them. If they don't want kids, that would make them incompatible. But that's not love language. Oh my god, we're getting so off topic. No, 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 we're we're right on topic. No, we're no, not. We're, we're right. We, Next question. We went, we went full circle to what I just said. So I don't remember, agree. Remember how earlier? I don't agree. So remember how earlier I said that love languages are not your needs because there are more things that involve that are in a relationship that make mm-hmm. up whether a relationship can work or not. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how they treat waiter and how they treat people. Mm-hmm. Once again, kids, circumstances, right? That, that's not a love language. Being broke is not a love language. Being rich is not a love language. But that may be something that fits into someone's, you know, desires, someone's actual needs or wants in their relationship. So I just don't think that you can just dissolve it to these fives, which, you know, there's there's a lot of... Go ahead. No, you want to say something? Go ahead. I'm not saying it's all five. I don't know where you keep... Like, you won't let this thought go. Like, let it go. I'm not I, saying that you said. I'm saying that... So, then so what, why are we going back and forth if we agree? So our, our difference in argument was I'm saying that these are not needs mm-hmm. and you said that they are. Oh, okay. That, that's the, okay. O- that's yep. the only thing that we keep arguing about <laughs> is that I'm saying that these are not needs that you can be, you can give someone one thing that's not their top love language and still make the relationship work. But there are things that are way more important that could destroy a relationship that have nothing to do with these. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, cheating, I agree. Fa- being faithful is not any of the love languages. It shouldn't have to be. You should automatically be faithful. Why is that a percentage? You should be 100% faithful. That category should be 100%. <laughs> 100, apparently, 1,000%. Apparently, there's a group of people that don't feel that way. My ex, dif- my ex his was like at negative two. Like, yeah. dude, that, that motherfucker cheated all the time. He might have needed an open relationship. He's, he might just need to go that route. He needs to, dude, because... He liked my page again. I blocked him and he liked it again recently. I'm like, what is your problem? Wait, if someone blocked, if you block somebody, how could they find your page again? So when he cheated, he would make fake profiles oh, no. because they would constantly change. So that's that's so, what he does. So is he Toxic. a, is he a, uh, a 50 percenter of, of uh, quality time? 
<laughs> like because he, he's really he likes gonna, quality time with other bitches so i don't know <laughs> gives a percentage to each bitch like there i have no idea <laughs> see i mean that's that unsatiable desire for that you know what i'm saying like if they got that neck like toxic. that toxic yeah that's yeah true. they need it from other people because like one true. person can't like if you had a toxic level one person can't meet those needs so i don't know um i can't dude but yeah like i said i, I just don't think that there's I don't think it makes incompatibilities. I think that you can make it work. Um, there are situations that may make things difficult, but sometimes if the situation is in that play and you're able to look past that, then the relationship can work. It can. I'm yeah. not saying it's not impossible or anything. I just, I know some people, these are very important to them. And if they're not met, then they will leave. And especially I feel like now with this generation of people that are growing up that are like, Entitled. Um, okay, well, that's a different story. Yes, okay. that that's a completely... And I agree with you. I agree with you on that, but it's different. I'm talking about like... Um, oh, my God, you made me lose my thought. Not bad. No, it's... Uh, people are not settling. People are like, if you don't do this for me, then I'm yeah, they're out. Not, they're, they're not, not settling at all. Yeah. They're not compromising. So, yeah. So, I mean, I mean it, is, it is toxic, but there's there's a lot of people like that now. Like, I see TikToks and shit all the time. If my man doesn't do this, this, and this, and this, I'm out. And I'm like, you're probably single. Yeah. You know, I during this podcast, I've had to hmm. do a lot of thinking about what I see on the internet. Because I, I... Now you have to, like, depth and everything. Well, because now, I, I mean, I... So before this podcast, I was on TikTok, but now I'm on TikTok, and I mm-hmm. s- have to fucking scour the shit just to find, ma- you know, like a- any, any viewpoints or see what's what's going on. And there's a theme. The theme is usually age. And I, what I will say is this, okay? Now, when when I was the age of the average TikToker, was I entitled to some extent? Maybe a little bit. I don't think as much as I don't think as much as them because. I think I was a little different in the sense of um, I had dated around a lot and I had been very honest with myself when I dated around in the sense of I knew what I did wrong. I knew what was not possible. Like it, it wasn't something where I got with a chick, we broke up and it's all her fault. You know what I mean? It was like we broke up and I went, what did I do wrong? Okay. I That's was, gross. Not a lot of people like that. Not a lot of adults are even like that. They well, don't take responsibility. Most people, a lot of people don't. Not not most people. A lot of people yeah. don't. But I think most people do grow. And yeah. I think everyone I've had to kind of take what I see on TikTok, you know, a grain of salt, like just, they're young. You know, there's there's a lot of even They're entitled. unexperienced. They're young. And the internet has this way of yeah. making you feel really important, especially when you're. Getting their reactions. You're young and pretty and funny. Like that that plays a big role, right? So if you're having, you know, if you're posting a TikTok and you're getting 30,000 views and a whole bunch of followers. That's going to go like right to your head. It's, yeah. It's gonna... your, your view of how, like what you deserve is now inflated. So when you're looking at your love languages, you're going, shit, I want someone who's touchy-feely all the time. And then you get with someone who's just not right there where you want, but they do all the other things. You're like, yeah, fuck this guy. I don't want to be with him. And I think that's wrong. And a lot of people will end up being Why lonely forever. Okay, but like, what if they like to cuddle and the other person just doesn't like to cuddle and they refuse to cuddle? Then that person's not compromising. They're, they're both not compromising. 
that's 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 the problem is you like you have to meet in the middle because there's I don't feel like you have to meet in the middle with everything. Like okay. there's some things that can be like absolute. Here, here, here it is, okay? So my physical touch is is number 4. My wife's is number 3. And actually I just I just saw this. I just I didn't even realize the percentage. My wife's physical touch is actually lower than mine even though it's number 3. Because mine is tied at number four. But 19%, and 19%, right? And hers is 17%. So actually, mine's higher. So let me try to find a different example. Okay, so let's say words of affirmation. Hers is at 27%, mine's at 19 Now, words of affirmation is not one of my top ways of showing love. But does that make us incompatible? No. Now, if I didn't try, if I was like, you know what? I'm never giving you words of affirmation. I'm not going to tell you how much I love you, and I'm not going to tell you how much I appreciate you. Then I'm not compromising in the relationship. It's a horrible relationship. Exactly. I'd be well, mad. I think tell all... me you love me. <laughs> what the fuck? I think in all instances, the relationship would be horrible, but um, like I would have to then learn how to get better at that. And I may never, I may never be at her level of doing it. I may never be at her level of needing it, but at least if I'm trying then we can make it work. And that's, I guess that's the point I was trying to make earlier, you know, because like her least amount, her least way of showing love was physical touch. And my number two, and it was actually a high number two. I mean, it wasn't like 19% physical touch at that time. It was a, it was a buck and wild 30, you know, like I, like I wanted to get it in and she just wasn't, she wasn't that person. Yeah. But she found ways to do it in a way that she was comfortable and it may still not had satisfied me in, in, in the way that I needed it. But you were content. But I was content. There we go. And that's a big word. That, people, that little... But a lot of people don't like being content. No. Content, they... content and settling, like, I feel like they're in the same group. They're in the same group. Yeah, except for they have one is more extreme than the other. Like, I think, like. They're cousins. Yeah, they're cousins. Yeah. They're cousins. They're not twins. They're, no. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're writing the same group. And a lot of people don't want to do that because, you know, it's, it's even the same thing like now. Like, people don't want to work nine to fives because they don't want to COVID did that. They, COVID, no, co- co- okay, COVID it was, it was like it. more apparent, right? It was happening, but when COVID hit and we had to lock down everyone, everyone stayed home, people were like, I don't want to fucking go back. No, you know what did it? Social media. Because if I'm, if I was... <laughs> Why are we disagreeing on everything tonight? I disagree with that. Okay. Why you so, think social media? Because people strive to be like social media stars. Not stars, because I mean, sure, let's call them stars. Sure, social media stars. How much money are these people really racking in? Some of them are not racking in as much money as you think they are. Mm-hmm. But their life looks a certain way on social media. So now I'm going shit. I want to be able to take time off from work whenever I want to, just to take vacation. Why is this person taking vacation every week? Hell. I have the money to do that, but fuck, I don't even have the time to do that. Mm-hmm. How could I do that? Well, maybe I should be like them. Maybe nine to five isn't the route that I want to go. Everyone, like right now, there's like this big push for everyone to live like this lavish lifestyle. Everyone wants to live that life. And truthfully, not everyone can live that life. No. But you, I mean, this is what it is. But now we're super off topic. Well, get back to it. What are we talking about? Um, you know, we really only have one more question on this thing here. Okay. And just to kind of close it out. Now, do you think overall <clears throat> love languages are this big deal? Like, like, should you base your relationship 
on these love languages? Should you base your choice? Like, like not even just... So, like, if I took a test and let's say, like, our test results are completely different. So, I'm going to base if I'm going to date you off of these results. Yeah, like, like are we That's now... That's crazy. Yeah, That's exactly. like astrology shit. Yeah, like, like, on the first Fuck date, that. are we making someone take a, oh, a love language test? Mad. Fuck that shit. Okay. Sorry. It, that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, who you are... I mean, I'm a cancer, so some of my qualities do fit but i'm not one of those people that are like oh this is your moon and rising i can't date you because that's what your moon and rising is it's weird yeah i i agree i think um i think they are good huh i distract you from the topic i'm sorry i just no not at all i'm just i'm just trying to get my words right but uh you know i think that they are good it's a good practice to to use because it it makes it easy to have conversations about why you're feeling a certain way in a relationship but i do not think you should base your relationship off these love languages i don't think you should be going on first dates and making your first making your date take the test and then <laughs> if they don't have the results you that pass, you want we'll go on a second date yeah we, we're not <laughs> that's, the bullshit. Th- that's what we're not doing don't even have dinner just get out Hell go no. take the test <laughs> dude you fail before the appetizers come and she just leaves Oh my god! Or he's like, I'm out of here. Dude. Or he leaves and leaves you with the bill. He ordered the steak too. If you get there before the appetizers, I mean, do you do you really, do you really have to pay? Mm, if you leave know. before that, I should just pay for the sodas. Here's an off. Here's an off the cuff question. If what? <laughs> if someone asked you on a date, okay. right? Let's say you were single and someone asked you on a date, mm-hmm. and you took it upon <clears throat> yourself to order an appetizer. Mm-hmm. Does Who am I to expecting pay? to pay? Well, one, I would never do that. I never assume. I would never assume that I could do that. Well, okay, actually, no. I do assume and I don't. Because when I go on a first date, the man is paying. It's just, just, that's how I see it. This is how it is. And we can get into that in another conversation. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the man should pay on the first date. Um, but I don't assume what I can do with his money. Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah. I know if he's paying, I don't buy the, I don't ever get the expensive things off. I kind of go cheap. I'll ask if things are going good. Uh, actually, I wait for the server to ask. Okay. They want dessert, and then I wait for his response, and then I, t- I go from there. But no, I don't ever assume what I can do with someone else's money. So no, I would never do that. Okay. I just wanted to know. I was just curious. There was, there's no right or wrong answer. I was just, I've, uh, I don't know if I ever had that situation where someone took it upon themselves. Usually. Usually when I've taken... You always buy an appetizer, though, at, at dinner, so you don't really think you've given anyone the chance. Yeah, I usually do. Yeah, you but, always do. But usually when I take, like, when I've done dinner dates with, with women, besides my current, like, besides my wife... Yeah, every girl, be like, I want an appetizer. Every yeah. girl was ordering, like, a salad or something super light, like a sandwich or some shit. Like, what are you doing? Like, we, like... Like I took you to this nice ass restaurant. You order. They're trying to be salad. polite and not get something That's expensive. Not to me, that I'm judging the hell out of you. Are you serious? Yeah, that's not. Then fun. you need to make it known that she can get whatever she wants because I do. she's probably just. Being I do, polite. but they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'll get what wants, I want. Can I get the Caesar salad? She like, wants you to think she doesn't eat very well. I mean, very, very. She wants you to think that she eats better. Good. I'm sorry. Do you know that the, the Caesar salad is today. the most unhealthy salad out there? I don't, there. So, I don't uh, eat salad. I don't I'm know. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying these chicks out here. So, <laughs> studying salads. Most so, of the salads are trash for you. It's just all oh, chocolate. A bunch of, of shit, shit together. You just put anything together called a salad. A ton of stuff. Exactly. The definition lettuce. is so vague. Like, girl, if you want a, a wing, go get your wing, girl. <laughs> wrap, like, it in a, wrap it in lettuce. It's a salad now. Exactly. It's a salad now. <laughs> yeah, you got <laughs> <laughs> My chicken Caesar salad. Heck yeah. So, sure. <laughs> 
All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, oh, we talked about a... Oh, 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 what? what was the last question that you asked? That was the question. What do was you the think, question? Do you think love languages are a big deal? You get to answer. I never got I did. to answer. I never got to answer. You did. I asked you first. No, you answered first. I think they, they are a big deal, but I don't think they're like the whole big deal. I think they're very important. Uh-huh. And I feel like, well, one thing is, you know, I didn't know the love languages until I took the, te- until you and I, until you told me that a couple years ago. And then I just, t- I took the test for this podcast and stuff. But I would say they are important, but they're, but they're not. Like, because if you don't know about them, then it's just like, you don't know what they are. Where I was going with this, mm, they're important. I'm just gonna end that there because I don't want to sound like I'm stupid. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I did ask you earlier, and you did answer because I asked you if it was like a big deal, and you said, you said okay. no, you shouldn't base your relationship off of it, and and all that good stuff. But yeah, we got you. you we, we'll, we'll play it back. You'd yeah. Like, I'm oh gonna shit. Watch it. But anyways, um. Yeah, we've been, I don't know how long we've been going at this or how long these episodes are, but we're trying to keep all these episodes down to, to one hour um, because it is the, the happy hour. And next week, we are going to be talking about breakups. Red flags. When are, is a relationship over? When do you know you should start pulling out? Mm. And the etiquette of breakups because there has to be a, a decorum, right? Like, I can't, you can't just... I mean, you could be crazy and slash all the tires. Or you can't just hop in your boyfriend's DMs to let you know it's over. I've seen some fucked up that's breakups. Talk- that's bad. That's bad. That's cowardly. I think there would be some pretty shitty breakups out there, especially in the age of social media. Oh, yeah. People like, don't give a fuck about other people's feelings. No. When people are done with people, they don't care. No. but We, we have to We have to. Sa- we, we got to save this for next exactly, week. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about that next week. Um, like I said earlier, guys, we are... On all the streaming services like Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, um, make sure you follow us on all those. So that way you get notified anytime anything Arctic House related gets posted because mm-hmm. we are posting mm-hmm. frequently. And there are other new shows that will be coming to Arctic House too. We have actually two more in the works, so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, if you're following, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe, hit the bell, so that way you can once again. Get the notification anytime we post anything. I really appreciate everybody for watching. Um, it's really exciting to see all the growth since we have been since we started doing this. <laughs> so I would say too much growth. Yeah, yeah, a lot. I mean, we started doing this two and a half months ago, and um, like you know the amount of downloads and views. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, you know we're not hitting astronomical numbers but honestly progress ten, is progress 10 people is awesome to me because yeah. if if 10 people showed up just to hear us talk about relationships man that make me super, you know feel super special that's exactly what's happening so you know i got a lot of love for y'all um if you have any questions at all hit our um social social media channels down there in the description below if there's any topics you want us to cover go ahead and shoot us a dm we won't bite mm-hmm <laughs> well, I won't bite. I don't know about Megan. I won't bite. I'm not mean. I'm not mean. I'm. I have an attitude, but I'm not mean. There's a difference. And I have really good resting bitch face, so that doesn't help either. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. well, this has been the happy hour. 
And y'all have a good night. Bye. Cool.